What's up, people? This is Ben from the Practice Perfect Journal, bringing you the Practice Perfect Podcast. This is where I bring you the uh, all the stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly of things that I'm trying, I'm learning, testing out, and applying in my own life to see what works and what doesn't. And I am then giving it to you. So it's been a crazy couple of weeks uh, traveling to Dallas, went to a Tony Robbins seminar. It's pretty, pretty intense. Um, even with how deep into, into the rabbit hole of uh, podcasts and content for about four years or so, four or five years, I've been pretty deep into that world. Still ended up learning a lot of new stuff and met some awesome people. It just goes to show that proximity is power. So you got to make sure that you surround yourself with impactful people that are going to help you drive you towards your goals. And I'm probably talking a little bit quieter on this one. Uh, it's about 11.30 at night. Been a little bit of a crazy day. Went to work. Got off work. Grabbed some extra stuff from the store to make some food. Went to the gym. Part of my get under 10% body fat by the end of the year goal. It's one of my goals. And... Starting to take it more seriously now that we're almost in August in two days. So starting to think <laughs> pretty heavily about some of those things that I set forth for myself at the beginning of, at the beginning of the year, or several months ago, whenever I set my goals for this year. And yeah, it's it's time to start sacking up and getting stuff done, right? But with all this talk about goals, I started thinking. You know, I, th- I think it's important that we need to understand that there's a good way and a bad way to go about goal setting. And the bad way is how most of us do it. The bad way is setting in like a New Year's resolution when you're kind of half hungover <laughs> and saying, like, oh, I'm never going to drink again. Oh, I'm never going to do that again. Or when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, man, I can't some weight. I need to lose this. And then we do nothing about it. That's that's the key is we end up doing nothing about it. Or we try for like a couple days because, you know, it's like, yeah, we we do set intentions for ourselves. It's like, yeah, like it would be good for me to lose the weight or whatever or practice my instrument more or, or learn this new skill set or whatever it is. Um, but we set it in like a bad state, like usually it's not a pain. We have, we're setting ourselves in a pain state where you look in the mirror and you're just like, I need to change this. And then that lasts for a couple of weeks and then you go back to your terrible, terrible ways. <laughs> and, but I think it's more important that we kind of reverse engineer our goals. So what I want to talk about is again, reverse engineering our goals because this is something that I started doing that has really gave me clarity of what I want to do, what I want, what I want to accomplish in the next uh, year, in the next five, ten, and twenty years, at least five to ten years. Uh, twenty years is a little bit too far for me, but it's good to have kind of a lifelong vision of where you want to go. And why is it important? Why is it important to set um, long-term goals like that? Well, first of all, most of us don't set any kind of goal outside of like once you graduate college, like it's it's go to high school, it's 
you go to school and then you go to school to get a good job out of college. And then once you graduate college, if you went to college, if you didn't, whatever. But then it's like you go to college and graduate from college. And once you graduate from college, you get the, uh, quote, good adult job, unquote. And then you do that for the next 40 fucking years, right? Excuse my language, but it's like, okay, but like, shouldn't there be something in the middle, right? Or just something else entirely. And I think that's what ends up happening to a lot of people is they just kind of get stuck in this rat race, this day-to-day slog, and they don't they don't take a step back and really analyze their life and see is like, okay, where do I want to go? Like if I, if, if five to 10 years I could achieve anything that I want, what is that thing? And how do I get there? And once I started doing that, once I started taking a step back and really asking myself what it was that I wanted to do and what I wanted to accomplish I quickly realized that it's like, dude, this path that I'm on, my 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 job that I'm on, is not going to be the thing that I want to do and spend the rest of my life with. I followed the general herd of people, right? I went to college and got a good job, accounting degree. So yeah, it's like, it's a comfortable job, but man, if I have to do that for the next 40 years, I am... I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) But then I took a step back. And I said to myself, okay, what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I really want to accomplish? Again, this is during all the deep dive phase of going through all the podcasts and stuff. And I knew that I just needed to do something else. I knew that I loved music and I knew that I loved playing drums. I was like, okay, like, what if I want to do that? Because a lot of the times, like, I ended up dabbling and stuff. Like, I dabbled in, I was a, a tournament paintball player. Like, yes, that was a thing. I know I've talked about it before. Uh, I thought I was going to do that for my entire life. And then I didn't. And before that, I was in Taekwondo. So basically, Korean, the Korean version of karate. And I did that for the majority of my youth. And I thought I was going to do that forever until I didn't. And. I kind of just shifted from thing to thing, but now it's like, okay, like music and drumming, like this thing is like definitely something that I can see myself staying. Like I love the art form of everything. So what does my life look like in five, 10, 20 years, right? And I would just list it out on paper, right? I'd say like 10 years, okay. In 10 years, I want to be headlining Rock on the Range. Well, now it's Sonic Temple, but when I was doing my goals originally, it was uh, in 10 years, I want to headline Rock on the Range. Okay, so how do I headline Rock on the Range? Um, start breaking it down, start reverse engineering, okay? I'm going to need to be an incredibly talented musician, and I'm going to need to be in an amazing band. Okay, how do I do those things? So I need to be in a touring band probably if five years in or so. I need to be like really, really good five years in and be in a, in a good touring band. And then, okay, it's like, that's one step. Like, yeah, like the five to 10 years, what's the steps in between there? Probably just uh, slogging through the the grind, building my brand, building the band's brand, things along that nature, getting better, playing more shows, just refining my skill and my craft um, until I can eventually get to 
playing at Rock on the Range or headlining it. My, that was my big goal. Set up, set big goals. Set big audacious. Set big audacious goals. By the way, if you're gonna set like lifelong goals, like ten years, twenty years, and then okay, it's like okay. So, how do I go from there? It's like take a step back. Okay, well I'm going to need to. Um, so what was it? Five years was. Uh, good band, incredible, incredible skill. Okay, go back three years. What is it from there? Okay, maybe I need to start, um, like graduate from like maybe a music college to get really good really fast and to use that to help network or within three years do like the Luke Holland thing or do the Gabe Algera thing. Uh, Gabe Algera is the drummer for I Prevail and Luke Holland is just a monster musician. Um, it's like I could do something like that, and I could build a brand online and get myself out there known that way. Okay, how do I get from there? And like reverse engineers, like okay, it's like from two years to one year to six months to three months to today, and you break it down into smaller, smaller chunks so that way you can see the pathway into the future, right? So it's like yeah, three years build a brand, um, find a band using the Luke Holland method, right? <clears throat> And then breaking it down from there, uh, two years or one year, let's go one year, um, start publishing to, so if I'm going to do the YouTube thing like Luke Holland, I would do, okay, I'm going to start publishing weekly YouTube covers of songs. And then how do I go from there? Okay, so six months. Six months is learn how, learn the basics of some of my recording software, Okay. Go back three months. In three months, where do I want to be to get to the, this end goal? Three months. Uh, clean up and play beat for beat like five songs. Be able to play those beat for beat for five songs. So that way I can just knock them out once I can learn how to record them and get it going. And then, okay, so one month, maybe I'm clean up one song and be able to play it beat for beat. And then what do I do today? Well, maybe I go work on the intro to that song like the intro to the first song that I'm going to learn and master within this month. And then that's going to snowball towards. So I kind of hope that you're starting to see how these things unwind when you start working at them. And it's a really fun exercise if you haven't done it before, because it really lets you challenge some deep seated thoughts before you. It's like, it's, if you've never done this before, it's really eye opening to <laughs> realizing that, Either A, you're going to say, like, holy crap, I don't actually have any idea on what I want to do. And then that's exciting because now you get to choose. You get to choose which way you want to go. And you get to start building towards that future instead of just kind of blindly following the masses or just kind of blindly doing whatever. Because, by the way, blindly doing whatever, if you do that, you're going to end up not very well off. Probably. I mean, maybe you end up being okay, but you're never going to be more than the general masses. And that's not good. We don't want that. We want to be high achievers and start succeeding. And if you're listening to me, then I know that you're at least curious on how to learn and get better. So anyway, again, yeah, just reverse engineer your goals. It's, it's something that you should do. I don't know. I do it occasionally. Sometimes when I start... Um, losing my vision of where I'm trying to go. Uh, 
I'll do a quick run through. So I was doing it daily for a while, just kind of my one year goal of where I wanted to be at the end of one year. And yeah, I would just go like, okay, like one year from today, I want to be here. And then, so like six months, I need to be here. Three months, I need to be here. Uh, end of this week, I want to do this, this, and this, and this. And then today, I'm going to do this and this. And you kind of piece together your life that way. So you're consistently thinking and looking of new ways to move the needle. And by the way, when you first do this, the first couple times, it's probably going to be really, really slow because your brain's not done it before. So you're going to be trying to think like, okay, well, do I do this way? Do I do it this way? How do I, what are the pieces that I need to put in place? But when you do it more and more, you get faster and faster at it. And you can start thinking, okay, like I need to do this and this today to move the needle to move to do um, the next thing at the end of the week, which will move the needle towards it, that thing at the end of the month. And then it'll just completely, and it'll keep snowballing on itself until you're just this unstoppable, unstoppable avalanche. And I think a lot of it is, it doesn't, like, it feels good to look in the future. And here's a word of warning. It feels real damn good to look into the future and say, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do that. But don't use that as, as an excuse to self-medicate and not take action. Because you're only going to get there if you take, start taking massive action. As Tony Robbins says, the uh, massive action is the cure-all. Like if you're trying to achieve something, just start doing, start working towards it. But if you don't know where you're going, it's helpful to orient yourself towards a goal. Because again, if you don't know where you're going, you're just wandering blindly. And if you don't know where you're going, like just start trying new things. Something's interesting to you, just go for it. Try it for a while, see if it works. And yeah, that's about it. It's a shorter one today, but I just wanted to bring you guys some value. Um, this is something I think that a lot of people don't think about. And it's very powerful when you do it because it, again, it gives you clarity on where to go. And I know I'm going to be doing, redoing my goals because I haven't done them for a while. So I hope that you spend just 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, just write them down on paper. Also, write it down on paper. It it sticks better if, as opposed to typing or as opposed to putting in your phone. Um, I don't know, at least for me, it feels different. But again, this is Ben from the Practice Perfect Journal, and I will see you next time.